Maybe we'll start that over. Damn it, my fucking finger's bleeding. <laughs> um, and, and three, two. Pause. Now you try. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Beer Show. It's the show about making beer for fun and drinking beer for fun. Uh, I'm your host Adam, and uh, on the this is the first episode of this shit. So um, I guess we're just kind of. I, I here's what we're gonna talk about. First episode of this show. Uh, first, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a little bit of background about me, so we'll get to know each other a little bit here. Well, actually, we're not gonna get to know each other. There's a fucking dog that won't shut the fuck up. I'm in my garage, by the way, because it is a whopping 41 degrees here in southern Wisconsin, and it's in February, which means we may as well be getting our swimsuits out uh, because it's swimming weather at this point in the fucking year, dude. <laughs> um, but anyway, so if you hear dog barking or car drive by or birds or water dripping or whatever, just uh, fucking deal with it, all right? I'm talking beer, and I'm having a good time in my garage. Um, anyway, yeah, you'll get to know me. Uh, I want to tell you, give you a little bit of my history with brewing um, in that regard. And uh, then we're going to talk about uh, just some things I think any budding new home brewers or people who are considering getting into the hobby ought to consider. Some questions you should ask yourself because... Uh, if you answer them honestly, it'll make things, I think, a lot easier on you, and it'll make it much more satisfying, and your the odds that you'll stick with the hobby are probably a lot higher. And I like to think of myself as like an evangelist for for the homebrewing hobby. Uh, I'm a, a kind of a champion for it. I think everybody should have some sort of a creative outlet in their life, and you know, some sort of a creative hobby, something that's like, you know productive my dad used to yell at me all the time be like playing video games or watching tv fucking do something productive i don't know that didn't sound like my dad at all (laughs) anyway all right let's get into it uh like i said earlier my name's well before we get into that let's get into the thing that uh um let's get it let's get into the real fucking shit here dude uh we're gonna talk about the beer show show beer And today, the Beer Show Show Beer is brought to you by yours truly. It's the beer. The Beer Show Show Beer is the beer that we're drinking while we're, while we're recording the show. All right, folks? Brought to you by yours truly. It is a Kolsch that I brewed about two months ago now. I call it Cold Fusion. By the way, all of my beers, um, they, they, uh, if they're good enough that I would say, yeah, fuck yeah, I'm going to brew that again, uh, it gets a name, and the name is also a name of a yo-yo trick because, yeah, I'm an adult man in his 30s who plays with a yo-yo, so get on my level, everybody. So anyway, this is Cold Fusion. It's a Kolsch. I brewed it, like I said, about two months ago, um, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, it's a brilliant gold color. Um, you know, it's pretty 
you know, to the to to the layman, it would pretty it would be it would be pretty indistinguishable from like a light American lager, which is what you're going for with a Kolsch. Um, it's a brilliant gold color. You could read a damn book through it. It's that it's you know it's that crystal clear, um, and the taste it's nice crisp got a, a good a good amount of malt sweetness going on there just you know just enough um and then that coal yeast comes in and it kind of imparts that nice bit of a fruity thing going on apple pear white grape kind of shit just uh just a general sort of a sweet fruity sort of thing that the that the yeast is bringing to the table and uh it's fucking it's fucking delicious so um and then also any beer i make uh i'm, I'm gonna provide the recipe for for any of you homebrewers out there that might be listening so uh, oh excuse me i've already had a couple drinks of it uh, um the recipe for cold fusion kolsch uh is as follows the grist here the malt bill uh, i'm gonna do it in percentages um 92 percent pilsner malt um then it's uh, let me think four percent Munich Light, uh, ten Love Bond, um, and then two percent honey and two percent acid to round it out. Uh, that's the grist, and then so you're gonna take that, mill it up nice and fine, or have your homebrew shop mill it or whatever, um, and fucking you're gonna mash it at 148. Dude, I just did it for one hour, single infusion, uh, pretty run of the mill on that one. Ha, run of the mill. <laughs> Um, anyway, uh, after that, um, after you're done with, uh, the old mash there, you're going to sparge it a little bit and then bring it to a boil for an hour. Uh, the hop additions are, I'll let, you know, tell you what, you guys get to play around with the hop additions, but I'll tell you what I did. I used Magnum for bittering and then I used Adina for flavor. Um, I did additions at obviously first boil with Magnum and then 15 and five minutes for Adina. I'm not going to say how much, though. Play around with it. See what you get. Uh, and then I cooled that son of a bitch down um, and pitched Omega Kolsch 2 in there and fermented it at about 64, 65-ish. And then uh, once that was done, took like 10, 11 days for it to be fully done. Um, then I lagered it at about 35 36 degrees for two weeks and then got it on gas and now i'm drinking it and it's fucking awesome so there it is for anybody out there who wants to brew it that's the recipe thereabouts like i said you guys play around you can't have the exact you know this one this one's mine but there's all the ingredients and uh and uh how i how i went about it that kolsch two yeast dude omega is doing some tight ass shit um but anyway so that's the that's the beer show show beer. Um, so let's get into let's talk about me. Let's talk let's talk about what what I got going. What's my deal? Um, like I said earlier, my name's Adam. Uh, I'm, I'm in my thirties and I live in Wisconsin. And I've been brewing fully, like just me doing it at you know by myself, home brewing. Um, for about a year and a half now and before anybody fucking goes nuts well this fucking sh- he's a baby who uh, uh, who gives a shit about what he has to say let me tell let me tell you in that year and a half i probably brewed 
I've brewed, we're closing in on probably close to 100 batches of beer. So I've been brewing my fucking dick off for the last year and a half. But that isn't to say that's all the experience I have brewing. If we want to go way, way back in, in fucking 2010 was the first batch of brew, or batch of brew, batch of beer that I ever took part in brewing. Went over to old Uncle John's house, who I highly anticipate will make an appearance on this microphone at some point in some shows so shouts out to uncle john he kind of shepherded me through this whole thing that he's been brewing since the mid 90s and he kind of showed me the ropes and you know planted the seed way back in 2010 when i helped him brew a stout in his basement and while we were brewing it during the boil a cobweb fell from his basement ceiling and fell in the fucking beer (laughs) uh funny little anecdote but anyway so yeah i've been brewing legit by myself for about a year and a half like i said i'm closing in on like 100 batches of beer um and um so yeah and i've just been i've gone whole hog i've got multiple different uh brewing systems i've got a traditional three vessel i've got uh an all-in-one with a recirculating pump and all that electric and i've done the brew in the bag shit too so like i'm completely familiar with all of the most, you know, all of the most conventional ways to do this shit at home, and um, and I just, I just dig every aspect of it, man. I'm all about it. I'm all about beer. I'm all about making it myself, and I, I it's, it's just one of the, it's, it's something that brings me great joy, and I love talking about it so much so that I started a fucking podcast because I can't keep boring my wife to death trying to talk to her about beer when I know she doesn't give a fuck. And uh, my friends can't always be awake. We have to talk about other shit sometimes. So I, f- I figure I'll just talk at a microphone while a dog loses his fucking mind across the block there. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, that's kind of me and my story. And the purposes of this podcast are mainly, like I said, so that I can ramble on and talk beer. Um, and just even if it's I'm just talking to myself into a microphone, I don't care. I love I, I just love beer that much. And it, it is by no means this show is by no means sort of, a, you know, this is how I'm fucking telling you. This is what it ought to be. This is what it needs to be. I'm not trying to fucking I people get precious out there. This I mean, homebrewing like any hobby is dominated by a bunch of nerds who get real precious about the shit that they really like. So, um like I said, this isn't like it isn't my way or the highway here. This is just my experiences and how I think about it and how I feel. So, so before anybody fucking goes crazy about anything I might say in the future, I'm just fucking let's, let's not fucking like the, the anxiety coming out of me. But please don't, please don't, please, please, please like me. Don't. God, I'm gay. Oh God, I'm gay. Um. But anyway, yeah, nothing I say is fucking gospel truth. You can do shit your way. I'll do shit mine. I just want to talk about it. All right, and here we go. Let's get into it. Um, I talked about a couple of questions earlier. So you want to get into homebrewing. Maybe you clicked on this. You saw the title of it. I don't know why I'm going to make it. Maybe I'll make the title of it. So you want to get into homebrewing. That's what it is right there. Coin the title. So you want to get into homebrewing. Um but uh you kind of you're kind of at a loss you don't know what to do you don't know what like what what where should you start kind of thing here are some questions that i kind of feel like you should be you need you need to be real introspective on this one you got to know thyself on this one 
Be real honest with yourself. And if you answer these three questions, I think it'll make it a lot easier for you to really, especially on the purchasing side, the equipment and the gear, that'll really kind of help you. These Answering these questions will kind of help you with your level of investment financially and otherwise, just your level of investment period. But the financial investment, I feel like, will... <clears throat> Well, that that was a weird tasting one. Anyway, but the your your level of investment, um, financially and otherwise, will be greatly affected if you can just answer these questions honestly. And I think the first question you got to answer is, like I said, know thyself. What kind of person are you? Are you the type of person who, you know, you're you're kind of a, for lack of a better word, you're a tourist when it comes to hobbies or. Just, uh, I don't know, shit in general. You know, you're not the type of person, you're not, you're not a, you know, an obsessive compulsive or whatever. You don't full on go, you don't dive head first into shit and, and, you know, and then that thing becomes your life until you've completely burned yourself out on it and then you hate it or whatever. You're not that kind of, you're, you're, you're a toe dipper. You're the type of person who, before he gets into the pool, he dips his toe to see if it's cold or not. If you're that kind of person, you know, it's important to understand that. Or if you're on the flip side, the type of person I am, or I fully understood, yeah, beer is cool. Beer's tight. I want to brew beer. And so I just fucking cannonballed into this fucking shit with a little bit of help from Uncle John. I went, hey, Uncle John, how's the water? And he's like, it's like this. And then I'm like, all right, cannonball. And uh, so, and then here I am today. So like I said, knowing if you're that, you know, because if you are a toe dipper, Maybe you're the type of person that just needs to get one of those homebrewing kits, those like, you know, those everything you need to brew a, you know, a five-gallon batch of beer on your stovetop or something like that and just do an extract kit and find out if it's a, you know, you just do do a quick amber on your stove and, you know, everything's there for you. They have the instructions, all the, you know, the extracts or, or the extract or the grain or whatever it is that they give you in those kits uh you got everything right there and if it was fun and the end product was good for you maybe you'll pursue it further and get further into it if you're the toe dipper um you know maybe that's what you need you know or maybe you're the type of person you're like yeah i get whole hog into it and i wanna you know i guess then if you're the the whole hog person the next question the next couple of questions are more pertinent, but if you can be honest with yourself and say, Hey, yeah, I'm not the type of person that's willing to make a huge investment or you don't have the means or whatever it happens to be. No judgment, no judgment. It just, it helps to know that if you're that person or if you're in that scenario. So once you've answered that question, what kind of person you are, I think the next, the next question um, that you got to answer. So it's like, all right, yeah, I want to brew some beer and I am person type X, you know? And then, then the next question is, well, how much of this shit do I want to make? So, uh, I mean, so that, I mean, that's, that will greatly, greatly, greatly influence your financial investment. And then there's also that, and then that reverberates too. Like, all right, so say you're the type of person like, no, I'm just going to keep doing five gallon batches, and you know, so and I'll, you know, I'll, I I can't ever foresee myself ever needing to brew more than that at a time. So, and then so you can, you know, and then that will pretty much influence. You know, well, you'll never need more than a eight gallon kettle, and you'll never need more than you know a, 
a, a six gallon or six and a half gallon carboy or whatever, you know, whatever fermentation vessel you decide to go with or whatever. And, but if you're the type of person like, well, maybe I want to do 10 gallon batches. Well, then we're talking, we got to, we, we got to double the size here. We got to, you know, now we're talking, you're going to need like a 15 gallon kettle and you're going to need a couple. And, and this, the price ranges of this equipment, I mean, you're, you're going from stovetop five gallon batches where you could just use a chintzy little five gallon kettle or whatever, you know, for like $30 to, well, I want to, you know, I want to do 10 gallon batches and I want to do it, you know, I want to do a three vessel. And so now you're looking at, I got to get a mash ton. I got to get a couple 15 gallon kettles and you know, uh, I want to get some nice ones cause I don't want scorching and shit like that. So now we got to get some tri bottom and now we're looking at potentially like a $300 boil kettle or something like that. And there are a lot of other different things that you could do, but it, it like I said, it all just comes down to answering that question of how much do you want to make? And if you want to make a bunch, well then it's going to cost you more. And it would be, it would be, it would behoove you to understand that about yourself. Know that that's what you want to do. So you don't buy shit you don't need or you don't, um, you know, you don't make the mistake of just, like I said, yeah, buy, don't buy shit you don't need. Um, cause that shit sucks. Um, and then the, I would say the third and final question that you ought to answer after you answer those first two is your preferred delivery method of the beer because then again it's going to change your experience dramatically and it's going to change your level of investment up front and throughout your your beer making journey you know and by delivery method i mean are you going to bottle or are you going to keg because that's really as, as homebrew that that's it i mean what is there a different version of what are you going to put it in a capri sun pouch or some shit no it's going to are you bottling or ke- kegging um and there's pros and cons to both um if you're the type of person that's like no i'm gonna you know it, and the answers to the previous questions would undoubtedly influence you know your decisions moving forward so it's like if you're gonna brew a shitload of beer you know like no i want to do 15 gallons or i want to brew like a barrel at a time or whatever or half barrel at a time and it's like you're probably not going to want a bottle because that would take you like 15 fucking years <laughs> and that would kind of suck. Or if, you know, like I said, or flip side, I'm just going to be a stovetop guy. I live in an apartment. I don't have all the space. I'm going to bottle. And, you know, that would make sense. Um, you know, that's just kind of a, a quick little scenario you, you bop around in your head. Like I said, pros and cons to both. You know, if you're, there's some people who love bottling for like, there's, you know, if you bottle, you get to like maybe design a label for your bottles. And that's a cool little creative aspect into the, the beer making world that not a lot of people consider is that like, you can do like bottle art, label art and stuff like that. Um, bottling your beer makes it a little easier to share. You can just take a bottle over to somebody's house or take a six pack or whatever, you know, whatever it's, it's a lot easier to just kind of share your beer when you bottle it. Uh, the cons are it takes a lot longer. There's a lot more room for error. You might end up making a bunch of bottle bombs or geysers when you open them, you know, if you screw up your sugar content and stuff. You know, these these are just p- things to think about. Kegging, there's pros and cons of that too. Kegging, it's a little simpler, a little less room for error to fuck up your beer. Um, it's really cool to have a fucking keg and pull the tap on it and watch cool beer come out of your fucking kegerator and you drink it and it's fucking super tight and you feel tight as fuck. But the investment is much greater up front. You got to get a, you know, you got to get a kegerator or you got to get a fridge and then you got to get CO2 and all the beer lines and all the connectors of the case. You got to figure out if you want ball lock, pin lock, 
how much CO2 are you going to have? Uh, how many taps do you want? Are you going to, you're going to buy a kegerator? Are you going to make a kegerator? Like I was, you know, it's the, these are all questions that get, get answered after you answer those three core questions. So like, I think that's about it. Those three core questions. I think if you were to answer those three, when you're starting out, when you're getting into the gear buying phase and deciding that this is a thing you want to pursue, honestly, answering those questions, I think would, would make the hit on the wallet a little bit easier. And it would just, and it would probably, it probably would help you stick with it if you were to just act accordingly and honestly. So, um, and again, I'm just talking out of my fucking ass here. I don't know shit about fuck. I'm just some guy who makes beer and people have told me they like it and I like making beer. So that's all I got for you. Um, I got an email for this show. Um, it's yoyobrewing at gmail.com. Um, hit up the email if you want to fucking say something to me. Tell me I'm an idiot and wrong and that I probably should have did this, that, or the other thing or whatever. Um, or if you just, whatever, just hit up the email. I'd appreciate it. It'd be cool. I know this is this is the first fucking episode. I'm like, hit up the email, guys. It's all fucking like my mom who listens to the show, but whatever. <laughs> like, uh, I got an email for it, so that's cool. And if you're listening to this and uh, you liked what you heard or you thought it was interesting, give it the old rate, review, uh, follow, whatever it is on whatever podcasting app that you're listening on. I'd appreciate it big time. And, uh... I suppose, uh, prost, everybody. Prost.